0: Welcome to the one and only Circle City Cinema with your host and the one and only Zach Griffin.
1: All right, welcome into Circle City Cinema. Episode three of Secret Invasion titled Betrayed, which is how Caleb feels about his Cardinals this year. They betrayed him. They suck. They suck. Caleb, What? what, have, what do you have to say? About this episode, and, you know, not just the Cardinals part of it for you, but you know, a lot of shit happened in this episode, Caleb. We had a major, you know, one of the major gets for this franchise lately, Amelia Clark. Dead.
0: Dead. I mean, I will say, you know, they're not afraid to make a big character or a big name and like, just because they're a big name doesn't mean they're going to stay around. Right. You know, and obviously there's some teasers. There's some uh, ideas. Probably. I <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I feel like she could be alive somehow, but I think that oh, sure. in my opinion, it, it, this type of, this type of, sh- this show is really good. I think that this episode really took it up a notch, uh, a notch. I think it really needed to go. Because quickly, if I'm wrong, Zach, there's six episodes in this. Um, yeah, we're halfway done, and we really and we really needed something to propel it. And I think this episode we're halfway done. It's the unbelievable. Shot. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's okay. That's an interesting way to look at it because if you couple her death with what happened at the end, yes. where it's yes, basically revealed Priscilla, Fury's wife is. A double agent, at the very least, if not just fully on yes. Ravic's side. Yes, and you know, I read the plot outline online, Caleb, and it said she, Priscilla, was talking to an unknown person on the other side of the phone. Oh, bull, that was bull. fucking but, but bullshit, bullshit. Bull. <laughs> that was that was roadie. I agree. That uh-huh. was so roadie, and you know, we've already seen. One high ranking government person be impersonated by right. Well, high ranking government person we've been co- become acquainted with where where it was uh Everett Ross in episode one, but that's not but he mean, was you, you impersonated and I by a scroll, yeah. Now it's Rody. Well, I mean, miss you, that's not my miss me, but miss me on that, miss me on saying well, it's unknown. You,
0: you don't want to been in, if
1: you've been with the MCU for all these years, right. you know that voice.
0: Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, they they don't no doubt about it. And I think they it's interesting because, you know, I've been texting with some friends of mine throughout these episodes, and it's interesting to get them different feedback. And one of my friends I texted and he had this uh, a very interesting point that I didn't think about going into the last episode. And when you and I would advise people when watching. Well, well, he he had a point of roadie. If you go back, Zach, to the end of season, if you go back to the end of episode two. Notice that Rhodey called Fury Nick. Ah. Uh, and then he says,
1: "In this episode, nobody." And my him friend
0: Nick. said, "My friend said I didn't think much of it at the time." He's like, "I'm not acting like I'm a genius now." But he's like, "Yeah." The more I think about it, he's like, "What are people calling him? What would you think?" Um, Rody would call some. Like, you would think he would know Fury, right? You would well, think he know. That's just what you call him, and he's like, I think, and I and I guess my point in point. saying that is not to you know because it's a bigger deal, but just like watch out for these subtle hints because I think they're giving them to us. I think they're giving them to us. I think it's just it's it's very it's a very detailed oriented show it's it's finding the right you know sequence the right character movement i mean i'm watching everything well, cuz i learned. think they are giving you easter eggs i do yeah
1: and as we've learned you know basically throughout the entirety of the infinity saga to now there's yes. no easter egg too small for these people no you know any any no. little thing any little thing can can come back and play a significant part, uh, to varying degrees. I mean, you look at, I mean, for example, obviously this is a much bigger degree, but yep. you look at cap trying to lift the hammer in Ultron yeah. Yeah. ends up lifting an end game, you know, obviously yeah. a much bigger, much bigger Easter egg, much better sure. payoff there. Sure. But, sure. You know, little things like that add sure. up over time. Why couldn't they add up now? And and we're only, we're halfway through, which is unbelievable. We're halfway through. I agree. We'll see, you know, because with some of these, you know, you look at the Netflix MCU shows, some of them run too long in a season. Uh, some of these run too short, but we'll see how oh, this one pans out. Well, well, some the shows sucked, out, but <laughs> of course, some of the shows suck. You look at Iron Fist. Um, you know, you look at Miss Marvel. You look at She Hulk. I mean, you know, you can't. <laughs> you know, you get. Uh, I don't think either of those shows will be coming up in our top five at the end of the show. I don't. I don't Are you think sure? Maybe in our bottom five. Our bottom five, maybe, right, but okay. no definitely, <laughs> not top, oh God, definitely not the top definitely not the top five, but uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I thought it was I thought it was a good episode overall. Uh I thought was probably <laughs> probably the best so far. Probably my favorite I so totally far. Totally agree. We got some great great action sequences, uh, yeah. with the UN almost getting bombed uh by the British Royal Navy. Uh, we get a hint at Super Scrolls from Gravik, uh, which that leads me to believe, Caleb. You know, Super Scrolls are basically scrolls that are just highly super powered. They can do anything, basically. I mean, the original Super Scroll, not only was he a shapeshifter, had all the basic abilities of a scroll, but he was able to replicate. All the powers of every member of the Fantastic Four to give you an idea of how powerful the Super Scroll is. So now it sounds like we're going to get multiple Super Scrolls. I'm, I'm, and yeah, you know the Avengers have been hinted at in this series. Yes, they have. And let me tell you, Nick Fury is not going to be equipped enough to take down a fucking Super Scroll. So I'm going to ask you this: absolutely not. You know, the thing with these MCU Disney Plus shows, there's always the looming threat of a cameo of some kind. (laughs) Um, Okay. Now that the Avengers have been name dropped in this one. Okay. Who, if any of them, do you think is going to appear in this? The logical answer would be one of the Marvel, the Miss Marvels. Especially since they have a movie on the horizon. Agreed. Agreed. The scrolls have been in Captain Marvel before. Agreed. But I don't know. I don't know what. Do you? Do you have any theories here about who could possibly show up?
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I've been sitting on this for a day now. You've been sitting. Um, I've been sitting on this take for a day. I haven't told it to you. I haven't said it to Bryce. I haven't said it to any person that we know. I have a strong, strong feeling that Wong is a super scroll. Whoa. And I have a strong feeling. And I have a strong feeling that we will see. I will go with the prediction of when it comes to the Marvel movie. I think that they have made, you know, Captain Marvel. They have made basically this, you know, ultimate power superhero. Right. Um. So I have a difficult time not thinking that she will be in this. So I will go with her, and I think Monica Rambeau will be in this as well.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me to push back on. I mean, I just think, especially when you have the Marvel's movie coming out later this year, the timing of it I, all, it's hard yes. to deny.
0: And you, you know, know not, they love that I'm stuff. Not the,
1: they, they do. They love tying it all together. I'm not the biggest fan of the Captain Marvel movie. I'm not a biggest oh, fan of, yeah. of those characters. Although I did like, uh, Tiana Paris one WandaVision quite a bit. Uh yeah, and obviously everyone seems, everyone seems to hate, uh, Ms. Marvel, which I still have not seen. Uh, do you, do you care to comment on that? Caleb? <laughs> Caleb? Caleb, Miss Marvel? No. Okay. Uh, but you know, I think that's a f- and the
0: Wong thing. Wh- why? Why? Because I think he's one of the only ones who has the ability to do it. He has all this mastery, and um, and he's so so smart. Think Wong knows has been so replaced. About- what
1: has he- Wong been replaced
0: by a scroll? Is that what you're saying? By a super scroll? I think. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I think we'll find out that like, he has this ability. I mean, he, 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 he has these incredible brains and details of all this stuff. And I don't really think we've seen its full capability. And I just have this gut feeling that he's going to turn. And um, I, I, I don't. And I think he has the ability to do all of what you're talking about in a super script. I think he has. It.
1: Like he has. It. I think, the, I think the last time we saw him was multiverse of madness. I think that was the last time we saw Wong. Well, and they aren't going to make it. it. No you, you, way you, home. They're
0: not going to make it obvious. They're not, I mean, I don't think they're going to no, sit they're not. There. They're not. I would almost argue that makes my argument. You're not going to sit like, you're not going to put a recent, I don't think you're you're gonna almost have them come out like um like an intro song or like after like a WWE fighter who was on hiatus for two months. All of a sudden, the crowd goes crazy. Like you need a stunner, and like I think somebody like that, I would argue, is a stunner. You know, you keep your original characters together, you keep growing that, and I think someone like Wong, I believe, with someone like Wong, you could spin him. my opinion not to mention to see, you have all I'd those scenes Warren, yeah. all those scenes of training people and like there's so many of them all the time like used to say they're not I, training his scrolls like I, i'll be honest i mean like I, I was i i was very shocked i don't think you and i hit this enough i was very shocked when I mean, because you can. I agree with. I agree, hundred percent. You can miss me on unidentified voice. I'm. I'm gonna say Rodi every time till I'm. Until I'm dead. Rhodey, I mean, it was Rodi, and I didn't see it. <laughs> I did not see that. I did not think that's what would happen. But you know, you start thinking about it, and you start putting it together. I. I think it's got to be people like that that are a little bit outside of the superhero range, but still within the universe. I don't I like, think you could like spin spin. Take... I don't think you could spin like for example, like I don't think you could spin Monica Rambeau into a scroll. Oh. I don't think no, you could you, spin. No, you could. I don't think you could spin. You could spin Doctor Strange into a scroll. You you couldn't spin Um, like it's gotta be someone a little outside of that, in my opinion, someone not fully an Avenger, but that's still like a really important part. It's a really crucial piece.
1: You know, I mean, I'm always a fan of, I really thought Dr. Strange was going to show up in WandaVision. I was happy that he was in, uh, no way home. No, I love both of his movies. Like he's just, he's one of my favorite Marvel characters. So if you if you want to bring back somebody from that card of the MCU, go right ahead. I mean, I'll, I'll be all in on it. But I that's tough for me to see. But I I I I appreciate the boldness, the boldness of it. Um, but I mean, if Rhodey, you know, Rhodey, who's been in the MCU since Iron Man Two. Well, this this version of Rhodey, the Don Cheadle version of Rhodey, been here since Iron Man Two. For him to get replaced by a scroll, I mean that 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 is a big deal. That that is a big deal. And, and you know, you had Nick Fury replaced as a scroll in Far From Home. It wasn't revealed until the end. But this feels like a bigger deal to me, uh, and it. It speaks. This is the big part of it for me. It speaks to how far the invasion has gone for Gravix army. I mean, he. I mean, Rhodey's like the the Secretary of Defense or something like that. Like he is high up in the president's cabinet. Yeah. In the MCU, this this is a massive deal, Caleb. This is a massive deal. I, I thought I was going to see more of this on Twitter. Like, holy shit, Rhodey's a scroll. But I mean. You know just miss me it's it's not an unknown voice it's not an unknown voice just no it's, it's not. just shut just shut no, yeah just shut up
0: no just shut up i'm done with i'm done with that yeah i'm done <laughs> with that i'm done with that anyone yeah, who watches with that anyone who watches the mcu and has watched the mcu as much as the two of us have um and don't pick up uh i mean you gotta have a you gotta have maybe a couple brain cells to pick that one up i mean that, I, I mean, they're they're really trying to throw that at you. I mean, that's like a eighty mile pro that's fastball right down the plate. I mean, what are we doing?
1: I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know what we're doing there. But what are we doing? Uh, let's let's get into things we've seen lately, Caleb. Sure. Uh, we both saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, but before we get into that conversation, sure. what, what else have you seen?
0: Uh lately besides so I,
1: Indiana Jones.
0: I've been pounding uh Mission Impossibles. Uh I've been pounding Mission oh, Impossibles. Yeah. I uh I, I wanted I, I'm very excited for this next movie. It looked really good. Went back, went watched them. Like they're all awesome. <laughs> um I definitely think that the show the the movies, you know, for the most part get better as the series goes on. Almost like they think about the story more. And they think about character develop more as opposed to just like, Oh, Hey, like we're just going to make this movie done. We're just going to do this done. Um, doing that. Um, watch some sports, look at some game of Thrones. Um, I, uh, during vacation, um, you know, on the way up and back, uh, I will have some stuff to consume. Uh, I am already on the queue uh, for that. Uh, consumption. Uh, so it, this Thrones, was a little baby. bit of a slower week for me in terms of consumption, but uh, you know, uh, I mean, as Zach knows, I mean, my top, my my top tier, my top tier work, uh, in 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 binging, uh, you know, I mean, if you want to give me an Academy Award for binging, I'm not going to complain. Uh, I will. I think it's been there, I think it's been there for a while.
1: Career Achievement Award
0: for binging, Caleb Lynn. Yeah, I mean, I can do it, but this week I'm slowing it down a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit.
1: Well, I'm excited to hear what you think about, about Thrones, especially since we just had a, a major Thrones actress killed off in the show. But, uh, I, uh you know, the Mission Impossible movie that comes out next week, I'm very excited for that. You know, that, that premiered 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't just happen. <laughs> Uh, it clocks in at two hours and 40-some minutes. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Uh, Tom Cruise can do whatever he wants, Caleb. I, I know how you no, feel about no, letting Tom. people cook. No, no. I know how you feel about the long run times and letting people have a long leash, yeah. but Tom Cruise, One trick as far as I'm Cruise. concerned... Okay. As, uh, Tom Cruise, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to make a movie four hours... <laughs> Go ahead. If he wants to make ten more Mission Impossible's, go ahead. But I don't think he's
0: going to do that. Well, um, uh, he might. He's one trick. He's been running
1: movies. I, mean, I will. This guy. This guy's been running. He's been running movies uh, for the past year, and there's no end in sight, especially with this one. So, <laughs> Caleb, I watched. You know, I took a page out of your book here, and watched a whole show in a 48-hour span, uh, full swing, full swing on Netflix. It covers the PGA golfers uh, good. This, past, did look good. This, this past season, yeah. That did look good. You know, your co-host, our good friend Bryce Shaddy, he was on my ass to watch this, and I was like, all right. Uh, and I put it off for a while, finally got to it. I wanted to take a break from Deadwood on HBO, so I fired this up. Couldn't stop. Couldn't stop. Uh, I watched all eight episodes in, I think, less than 48 hours, actually. Pretty fucking great. Uh, You don't see a lot of sports docuseries like this, where it's very personal. Very personal with the... It it didn't feel like there was a lot held back by the the golfers in it. Uh, Rory McIlroy, you know, literally says fuck Phil in this <laughs> referring to Phil Mickelson. He says, fuck Phil. Uh, and then you get, you get up close looks with people like Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson. And, and more importantly, Dustin Johnson's wife, uh, great stuff, great stuff on full swing. Can't wait for the next season, especially with the live merger. That's going to be, uh, you know I would hop onto that, Caleb. Now that that mergers happened, because well, things are going mean, to get I mean, spicy
0: they, on full swing. I have never watched Fun Fact. Never watched a docu series on Netflix. I've never watched a docu series wow. on Netflix. And so are they? I mean, I've watched like documentaries. I've watched an hour and thirty-two or two-hour documentary, but never docu series. So um, you haven't watched? So Netflix like, crushes like Netflix crushes the docu series, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, the Murdoch murders, I watched that a couple of months ago. That was so pretty check great out um, check, out check out the docuseries. Check out some Yeah, check them out. Yeah. And, you you know, obviously you're a sports guy. So, you know, you get a great sports docuseries here that you typically only get on HBO or even um, ESPN. But I, I, I thought this one was really good. Didn't it? The sport, the the sport of golf, I think, is in a good spot right now. When you consider the amount of talent in in the game, you know it's not just centered around one guy. There isn't like a singular dominant force like there used to be with Tiger Woods. It's like it's more spread out now, Uh, and there's real rivalries, and you feel them. You feel them in this. So, (laughs) I would recommend it. Great recommendation by Bryce. Uh, I'm excited for season two, and then I watched House of Hammer on HBO uh, about Army Hammer and his family. Listen, man, if you had if you had any reservations about if if Army Hammer was guilty or not, um, just watch this. I think it pretty much settles it for you. Not not a great guy. Some pretty disturbing stuff in here. You know, I don't get creeped out that easily or with true crime stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't make me uneasy that often, but this one, sure. some of the, some of the messages that were shown from him, uh, some of the things he said made me uneasy. It was not, uh, it was pretty effective in that way, uh, making you feel, making you feel, um, Uncomfortable, and it was it was. Oh, it's only three episodes, and you learn it's not just him that's fucked up. It, it's his, it's his dad, it's his grandpa, it's his great grandpa. Like everyone, basically, all the men in the Hammer House are fucked up, uh, and and he is just the latest in in that path. But wow, I'd recommend it if you're into true crime. If you're into, if you're not really familiar with what happened with Army Hammer, definitely recommend it uh all right Caleb the Indiana Jones discussion let me just let me just start here let me just start you know you and I both really like this movie I really liked it there was one part in particular really only the one part that I did not like that you and I disagree on but other than that I liked it I really liked the movie and I'm baffled quite honestly Caleb at this movie having a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb getting dragged by critics. I mean, what movie? The same critics who praised the fourth one, which came out 15 years ago. Sure, Some of the same critics that praised The Flash when it came out. I'm kind of baffled at what they... Like, what are they watching? This was a good movie. Yes, I had one qualm with it, but
0: it was a good movie. Yeah, I I came out of it, you know, really enjoying the overall movie. Thought it was really very good from top to bottom. Um, Thought it opened up with a strong action scene right there in the beginning. And it kind of gave you a message of like, okay, like, here's what to come. And, you know, I like the way that they went about the character development um, of this movie. Um, You know, I thought in the beginning, you know, they did a good job. Obviously, you know, Harrison Ford's going to have a difficult time doing all that stuff, but it was cool the way they did use the technology to kind of put him into that and make those actions kind of vintage and it back to what, you know, back to what we're kind of used to from, from those movies. Um, you know, I enjoyed, uh, I'll be honest. I thought Phoebe was incredible in this, uh, I thought she was stellar in this. I thought the character development, um, was, was great. Uh, but just miss me on the kid, please. I mean, just miss me on the kid. Yeah. I'm not going to hide this anymore. I mean, this was say... a joke. It was unnecessary. Uh, it, it way on the screen, way too much. Um, you know, I'm better looking than that kid. And I mean, I think when it comes to it, I mean, it's like it, it, we're, we're looking at a situation where you know it, the movie had great action in it throughout, um, and I I thought that the overall story was really cool, and it was a nice way to end. And Indiana Jones and to put a conclusion to it to um conclude Harrison really doing this role. Um I do have a take that Indiana Jones is gonna be back. I disagree with Disney. They can say every message they want, they're gonna recreate the Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that this movie was very good and a cool ending to the Harrison Ford chapter.
1: Yeah, I agree. Miss me, miss me on the kid. Uh, just to put it into perspective for the listeners, uh, the kid was kidnapped by Nazis, and I didn't care. All right. And so, if that if that's the case, uh, you didn't you didn't accomplish what you were trying to accomplish with with the kid, All right? He just he, he simply didn't. I, I thought he was just baggage. I, I would have been agree. fine with. Agreed. What I would have preferred would have been indie Phoebe and if sala had tagged along you know i don't know if sala would have made it on the trip he's a pretty old fuck but you know i, I think it would have been better than the kid um but the very end of the movie i liked a lot because you know okay let me set the scene for you going into this movie so on monday i went and saw the mo- i went and saw the movie on the 4th on tuesday with my dad <laughs> The day before, on Monday, I get off work early. I come home. I watch all four Indiana Jones movies in a row. No break. Like, like psychopath, Like you. Like you would do with Barry. And so I was in full Indiana Jones mode. You know, I watched Raiders. I watched Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Crystal Skull. Watched them all in a row. It started at like 6.30. Ended at like 2 a.m. Didn't care. Uh, so I was in full Indiana Jones mode. You know, this this franchise, I'd be curious to hear where it ranks for you among your favorite franchises, but me and my cousin huh. when we were kids huh. just fucking devoured these movies, especially the first three. Uh Just fucking devoured them over and over, especially Raiders and uh, Last Crusade. Um so I had seen those three, the first three, the original trilogy. I had seen those plenty of times. I'd only seen Crystal Skull twice before, and then I watched it again on Monday, and it still sucked. But I think Indiana Jones 5 did exactly what it was supposed to do, where it had to improve over Crystal Skull. It did that. Totally did Pretty that. Pretty handily, I'd say. Yeah. But it was also, I think, destined to be the fourth best movie in the series. It would have had to do something pretty magical. I agreed to crack the top three. Um, but it was good. It was good. I, I thought it was. I agree. It was a good send off for Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. I actually think. I don't care if this is a hot take. I don't care. I think it's his most iconic character. I know he. I know he played Han Solo, but I think Indiana Jones. I, I agree. I agree. You know. I agree. They they already kind of recast Han Solo when they did solo movies. Right right. Right. I don't see them doing that in a movie with I mean, they kinda did it in the beginning of the third one when River Phoenix played him younger version. There was a nineties TV show called the Young Indiana uh, Jones Adventures. But I don't I don't think I would never see them make a movie an Indiana Jones movie with a recast. Harrison for I, I don't see it. You don't see it.
0: Look, I, I it, think they're. I think. I mean, I. To be honest, I. I think you. I mean, I, I'm of the belief that they should. Um. But, you know, when it comes to the this franchise, I think they should recast them. Yeah, yeah, I think they should. Oh. I, mean, I think, I think they should. Um, Interesting. I, I think they should, I think I, I'm not of the belief that, um, you, I think you somehow you don't do it immediately, but you consider what it looks like to have some future Indiana Jones. Yeah, I do. Um, and, and I'm going to give you a couple reasons for it. Right. And you know, I'm not necessarily like loving these reasons. Okay. But I'm just giving you facts. Okay. I'm just giving you facts and I know you're going to from agree a business me, so. side. I mean, from a business side, I mean, what do we know about Disney?
1: Oh, they love remaking shit that with no substance for money.
0: Okay. So we got one, uh, two, uh, we we basically, it's a, it's a franchise. It's a, it's a huge franchise. If they put out a movie and it has the brand of Indiana Jones, it will make money. It just will. It'll make money. Um, Technology will make those movies, in my opinion, could make those movies insane. Um, I think it could make them sure. absolutely insane. You look at the treasures and all that stuff. I mean, you could make a really, really cool you know, future for these. And I think there's going to be an impact um, to, to try to do this with somebody a little younger and to consider kind of doing... A next phase, and um, I believe do they that's do that with Phoebe. Happen. Do they do it with Phoebe?
1: I think if you do, if a, Phoebe, you do, a, you do it a TV around Phoebe, show. I guess because what you're—no,
0: uh, I would do a, a TV, TV show. show. <laughs> but then, if I wanted to remake the entire idea but keep the brand, I would make another movie or a couple movies or whatever make it serious.
1: So I mean obviously you make a good point about Disney. Uh, first and foremost, they're a business, so they're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do shit. I mean Lucasfilm. What is Lucasfilm? Lucasfilm is Star Wars and is Indiana Jones. Yeah that's that's what it is. So yeah. and you're right. you're right. The first four movies in this series printed money. Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of the greatest movies of all time. I if <laughs> If aliens came down to Earth and they said, show me an adventure movie, I'd be like, okay, here you go. And I'd show, I'd show them Raiders. I'd show them Raiders. That that would be the movie i showed show them. <laughs> but it's probably one of the 20 to 30 greatest movies of all time. I want- then you have Temple of Doom, which is fine. I really like it. I do too. The critics at the time hated it, but I, I liked it. Last Crusade, fucking awesome. Yeah, Crystal Skull, obviously. Missed missed the mark in a lot of ways, and then you have this one, which you know, you summarized a good landing, yeah, yeah, and a good send off to you know one of the ten, I think, easily one of the ten most iconic characters to ever grace a movie screen. Um, But but Caleb, let's get into the part we disagree on here.
0: I knew, the time I, knew travel gonna, aspect, I knew you were gonna I knew you were gonna make this which aside. is
1: the climax of the movie. I knew you were gonna, All right? but yeah. No. So the Dial of Destiny, the titular artifact of Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. It is used by an ex-Nazi turned NASA employee played by Mads Mickelson. <laughs> who is played up in the movie to be basically the scientist responsible for the moon landing. That's what I took it as. He um, is after the Dial of Destiny because he believes he can use it to time travel back to 1939, I believe it was, which was the start of World War II. Right. And he does not want to help Adolf Hitler rather he wants to kill him take his place and do what he sees fit as the leader of Nazi Germany during World War II thinks he can win World War II therefore shaping the rest of the future what would have happened if the Axis powers had won World War II that's his goal here my problem with that entire well, before we get into my problem with it, no, no, go ahead. You no, know, well, you you and I disagreed on this heavily. What What did you what?
0: Because to me, well, you said problem, you said you said you said that Indiana Jones did not need does not need time travel. Oh. No. So I right. Yes, what I you did said. say that, and I stand okay, by it. Okay, okay. okay yes, okay. and I
1: stand by it. Right, I stand by saying, it.
0: But... and I think you're a joke for that. I just think what, you're a joke. Right, tell me why. I'm a joke. I mean, what kind of, Come what, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of diploma did you get? Huh? Um, what kind of diploma did you get? What type of study did you get? Did you moderate film studies because you ain't studying the film correctly? I mean, the fact is, the fact is, this, this. When you're thinking about Indiana Jones, again, he's an archaeologist, a treasure hunter, someone that's investigating for this type of stuff in hopes to not only get a treasure, but at the same time recognize what would happen in a certain time period. And in this movie, you know, we're seeing two ways of looking at a certain treasure, And they both revolve around, you know, history, history, which makes sense, because when you find a treasure, it's typically historic and basically two different directions of what the treasure could look like. And my thing is, I I think I think I think time travel is perfect for Indiana Jones. I think if you I think that's what you should desire. You're watching an archaeologist. You're watching someone who is studying history. You're watching. Why not? Try to put that into a movie when you're talking about archaeologists and you're talking about someone that Indiana Jones is. I think it's absolutely uh, something that should have happened in this movie. I thought that the time travel was fine. I took no issues with it. Uh, I think I enc- I would encourage it. Actually, I would encourage it uh, because I thought that it made sense for this movie and for the franchise to do time travel. Now, if you're going to tell me that the idea is basic, basic blonde, uh, I won't push back on that because I do think the idea is very basic. But I definitely think that you there's an argument to have time travel in a movie talking about a character that Indiana Jones is. I mean, I expect it. I expect it. Like it doesn't it doesn't shock me the way that it, it didn't shock me the way that it shocked you.
1: I, I I'll say this about that part of the movie: when they're on the plane and they end up in what year was it like two two fifty BC or something like that? The siege of Syracuse in Sicily is where they ended up, which is not where they were supposed to end up. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I'll say this about it: I didn't expect it to happen, so I give them credit for throwing me off guard with that. Nah. I didn't, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect them to actually Hell. go through with the time travel part. How? Because I thought Indy would foil it somehow. I didn't, I didn't think it would actually end up happening. I didn't think it would actually end up in Sicily in another year. or actually doing no, the time you, travel. You, but- you don't,
0: you don't think that's ever a possibility. You don't think time travel is ever a possibility. when you watch an Indiana Jones movie ever? No. No. That's unreal to me. It is. No. That's unreal. That's unreal to me.
1: No. And, and I'm gonna that's I'm unreal. gonna I'm gonna say it here. You can I'm gonna get say to it here. The idea. same thing I... that's fine. I'll, I'll say I'll say the same thing here that I said to you on, on, on text. Yeah. It's too science fiction for Indiana Jones. <laughs> and that was the problem. That was the problem with the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's why <laughs> oh the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull took oh so much hate oh
0: and why gosh. it is
1: Universally known as the worst entry in this oh, franchise, gosh. where you would've, you, you would have done well. You with look all at it, the so- third act. You look at the third act of Crystal Skull. It's a CGI fuckfest. We have aliens appearing. I mean, they had no business being there. They had no business. Okay, there there. you're talking if, about if you want if you want to say if you want to say well, and I understand this argument, and that argument is actually correct. Where if you want to say well it's just the natural progression. You know crazy shit has happened in Indiana Jones movies before. Unbelievable stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, mythical biblical stuff mm-hmm. has happened in these mm-hmm. in these movies. Mm-hmm. This is just the natural progression of that. That's fine. I cannot deny crazy unrealistic mythical shit has happened when you're talking about Raiders when you're talking about Temple of Doom, when you're talking about Last Crusade, no question about it, it has happened, but I don't know. This time just felt different. It felt out of place. Just like I thought the aliens felt out of place in Crystal Skull.
0: No, you're using you're using the you're using the previous movie, and you're 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 taking that previous movie and, and you're putting what you didn't like about that previous movie into your criticism of this movie. It's both science fiction.
1: They're both science
0: fiction tropes. But you, Time can't, travel, you have to look aliens. at them, each movie as its own thing. Yes, it's, it's its own chapter. It's its own chapter.
1: But the science fiction part of it is what I believe was the problem with The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Right, but we're not talking no. about the king of the crystal school. We're talking right. about. no, no, no. So it it's also the problem here. The oh, science fiction off. part is oh, also the problem here. That's a joke. Indiana Jones
0: does he is not a time traveler. He's not a time traveler. It's it's to me, it's not about the fact that he's time traveling. It's about the fact that he's finding his treasure. And he, he, he's seeing and he see, he's seeing the rewards of finding the treasure, what he envisions. Of I agree. The That's what he does.
1: That's what he does. He find, you know, he finds the Ark. And we we all know what happened there. The guy's face is melted off. Whatever. He yeah. finds the stones in the Temple of Doom, rescues right. all the kids from the village, uh, sees some guy's hearts get ripped it's, out. It's, it's connecting. Whatever. It's
0: it's it's connection. To to all of it. it, it's the and
1: I understand that argument. I understand that argument. That okay. it's just well, I I understand that argument. I just did not like that part of it. <laughs>
0: You're you're that's an old all- man. You you're an old man. I mean you you should yeah, joined. That's the, fine. No, you you know, you're you're no you you're twelve you know, it's like me going to the movie theater, I went to the movie theater for this by myself, and the theater that I was in was, was a bunch of 70, 75 year olds who couldn't handle and couldn't keep up the speed with technology oh, my- because they couldn't get adjusted adaptive timing. I have a co-host that can't get adjusted to modern quarterbacks who run, and now I have a co-host who can't get adjusted to the new concept of science fiction. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I have two I have two guys that can't understand oh, the future the no. future of stuff.
1: No, this movie is not my Lamar Jackson. I'm not hating on it. Right, I'm not hating on it. This is I'm not saying you're is, hating
0: it. I'm
1: just saying you're
0: that's your thing. That's your thing. I thought this
1: movie was quite good. I there you, was just that enough. one part in the third act that I did not like. That's, that's it. Fair. Am I fair still enough. gonna buy this movie? Yes. Am Look I gonna shit ahead. on the critics for hating on it? You bet your ass. The critics are wrong. This movie was fun. But that's what I'll say about the time travel part. It uh, was fun. It was fun. fun. Did I it like? Was it? fun. Did I, did I feel like it was out of place? Yes. Well, was it fun? Did, yes. Was it was absolutely fun. But uh, where, where do you have this franchise for you? Oh, I God. mean, I know you're a big MCU Why? guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I know you're a big MCU guy, but, but, but what what other franchises are God. you into? I know you follow Star Wars
0: a little bit. I know, I know. I mean I like I like a lot of them. I don't know. I mean I mean this is this big I don't know where I would rank them. That's a that's a pretty big discussion, right? But I, I mean it's very it's it's very much up there. It's high quality. Um it's tremendous storytelling. It is high like quality. Um I I mean, I definitely think it's up there. I mean I, I can't Pinpoint. I mean, there's so many franchises. I mean, I mean, which other ones are you
1: into besides Marvel?
0: I mean, I like Marvel. Um, I like Harry Potter. I like Harry Potter. I like Star Wars. Yeah, I like Harry Potter. Um, I, you know, I've been meaning to see the Lord of the Rings. I've not watched Lord of the Rings. I've been meaning to see Lord. Oh, Um, you know, like I mean, like those those you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, I mean, I'm look. There's like there's stuff that like I mean, there's some cool. I mean, I like some franchise. I. You know, but I think this, it was a good ending. It was a good ending and it was a fun movie to see. I definitely came out of it enjoying myself.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, You know, the ending, the ending with him and Marion, I thought was really great.
0: Yeah.
1: When I was watching the first four. Yeah. (laughs) The day before, like, yeah. I actually crossed my mind that, you know, Marion, I wonder if Mm -hmm. she could show up in Dial of Destiny. And she did. She did at the very end. Um, I kind of wish Marion had been in all five movies, especially when, you know, Caleb, things you don't realize as a kid. Mm -hmm. You know, as a kid, you're just watching these movies. I don't want to say brainlessly, but you're watching them like, wow, this is awesome. Uh-huh. And you're not really paying attention to the acting or stuff like that. But the actress in Temple of Doom fucking sucks. Kate Capshaw sucks, sucks. And, and you know she's she's Steven Spielberg's wife now, so she's living the high life. But you sucked in this movie, Kate. You you sucked. Uh, you're living off Harrison Ford's coattails. I, I I thought Short Round was a better actor than you in that movie. Terrible. Um, and I want to mention, uh, get, uh, Bryce's, Bryce's, uh, summary of the kid in Dial of Destiny. I think the quote was a short round replica. Absolutely <laughs> 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 not really on the nose. Again, really this good. kid got kidnapped by Nazis. I didn't give a shit uh, to give you any good. idea, to give you any idea of what this kid meant to the film. I just, it was, he it was didn't was much, but he, he didn't, he
0: didn't he
1: didn't he didn't he was Uh, annoying and uh, why don't you get into your 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 thing with disney and kids like what it's
0: it's 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 a basic it's a basic concept and and they and they need to get they need to get over it i mean look if all you're doing is trying to get me to to try to you're you're disney you, you need to be more creative with your ideas i i mean the fact is like trust in trust in the character and trust in the iconic characters that you have. Like the thing with Disney, in my opinion is, and Zach, I mean, if you're going to choose to do the model that they're doing, which is the remake, then trust in the characters, the iconic characters of your remake to be your selling point. I don't need a kid to be my selling point. I don't need my kid. You know, I don't need a kid to to do something. You know, if you're going to go in the direction that Disney's going in, like, my my whole concept that I'm gonna I have to pull up the conversation, but I did talk about it with you because I think that there is a problem. Oh, and I'm totally with. And you. and it's it's a very cliche thing to be doing at this point. Um, I mean it's it's not and that
1: that was a Disney call. That was not a mangled call. I don't feel like that wasn't. And, and that again, wasn't like a, if you, uh, a writer's call. That was a Disney call to have that kid in the movie. I didn't like it.
0: But then again, Zach, I mean, you're talking about the other problem I have with this with it is, you know, you're setting yourself up. Like if you're going to bring in a kid, you're also court sign kind of sort of teasing a future. Well, I mean, Disney has kind of made it clear that that's not what they want to do anymore. So if that's not what they want to do, then why are you bringing a kid? In? You're literally bringing the kid in and you not only added a kid, just being it for just a little bit, you had the character, you tried to make the kid a central part to your story. And I, I don't understand how you can do that unless you're teasing a potential future of Indiana Jones or a spinoff of Indiana Jones. And again, as I told you in the conversation, I am in support of that. I am in support of. That. I think it's. I think it's a joke to just sit there and say, "Well, we're just not going to make another Indiana Jones movie because Harrison Ford is so good." No, I mean, like, I'm I'm tired of hearing that stuff. I mean, you know, you got to, if you, if you think that the brand is good enough, you think you got stories and then use them.
1: I agree with you. It's hard to believe, especially when they've already recast an iconic Harrison Ford actor that they own Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. They already recast the younger version, which I was actually a fan. I really liked that movie. Yeah. And I thought Alden Ehrenreich did a pretty good job. All things considered. But no, I agree with you. It it seems like a smokescreen saying of course I would not continue the franchise without him but again when you own Lucasfilm what do you own really you own Star Wars and you own Indiana Jones <laughs> seems kind of foolish from a business side to just let Indiana Jones sit there and gather dust but <laughs> we should mention uh, Indiana Jones not doing great right now at the box office uh, it costs 300 million to make and it's only made about 160. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm not sure the reason for that. I'm
0: not either. I really I, am not I'm sure. I'm not either. I don't know what, the, I, like just people not wanting to do a lot traveling. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what? <laughs> I agree. I thought that was weird too. I saw that. I was a little shocked. Shocked at the numbers.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure about that, but we'll see if it improves. You know, yeah, some movies, uh, some movies take I mean it's rare nowadays, but some movies take a couple weekends to I agree. start yeah. making some noise. So we'll we'll yeah. we'll see. But uh next up we get back into well, let's do our miss me. Uh the the Breshadie Memorial Miss Me Award. Caleb, I'll just go first. Oh okay. uh I got the Meg Two. The Meg Two. Uh <laughs> this trailer played actually when I was at Indiana Jones. <laughs> mm. Fucking awful! I wanted to leave. My dad looked at me like, "What the hell? What is this?" It looks really bad. There were actually two trailers. He looked at me like, "What the hell?" It was this one. It was the Marvels.
0: See, I don't get that. Whatever, I get it. Was it was this one. It I, was I, the Marvels. I don't big too. I get you. I big too. I get you.
1: But this one, like <laughs> when the first Meg movie came out, I was like, "This looks terrible." And it may it somehow made almost 600 mil at the box office. This one. Damn. I mean, are we ripping off Jaws? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Ah, just, just miss me on this. I mean, sometimes you go to a movie and see the trailers and you're like, man, I don't have any faith in this industry in terms of our creativity and originality. And this is the prime example, the Meg Two. I mean, what what the fuck are we doing? How many movies can we make about sharks? How many <laughs> movies can we make about sharks or 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 dinosaurs? I mean, what? How many? How many? So you miss me on the Meg Two? Miss me on everyone involved in it? Statham, Statham, trying yeah. to print more money. Uh, just stick to Fast and Furious, Jason. But go home to your hot wife. I don't know. Just figure it out. Quit doing the Meg 2. What do you got? What do you got,
0: Caleb, for Miss Me? Um, I mean, it's a project, it's been in the works. Uh, but I, I saw this update on it and it just kind of reminded me of the potential of this movie. Absolutely sucking. I mean, just just completely sucking. It goes back to the whole concept. It goes back to the whole concept of like if they're gonna bring this back. If they're really oh. gonna try to bring this back, we're in some legitimate trouble. I mean, miss me with this whole like Hot Wheels movie TV series. Like, no, like it's, how gonna Hot Wheels, it's gonna how be is, grounded, It's gonna be grounded What is Hot Wheels? How does Hot Wheels get any TV or or movie? I mean, like, uh, how is that possible? Like, that's that one thing
1: that is one where I am left just stupefied.
0: I mean, what are uh, they doing? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand.
1: I have no clue. Oh, uh, and oh. the fact that somebody like J.J. Abrams is attached. <laughs> Like, not a not a no-name director, like a very big-name no, director. No, yeah,
0: legitimate director. Uh, you know, he's
1: directed Star Trek and Star Wars and <laughs> big, big franchise movies, you know, created Lost, like, huh?
0: This is what we're doing now? I mean, how are you going to make a J.J. Abrams describe the World movies as emotional, grounded, and gritty? I think the toy cars is emotional. I don't understand, <laughs> I don't understand. You know, there is a Cars
1: movie that's emotional. It's called Cars from Disney Pixar. And it's and it's yeah. really good. It's really good. And it's good. Oh. It's good. So I, I don't know what the plan is here. I don't know I don't what know. the plan is here. But, you know, this brings me to a uh, kind of a tangent. Okay. And speaking of car movies, this movie, you know, I wasn't sure... But now that this trailer has been shoved on my throat countless times hmm. and the fact that I'm an owner of a
0: PlayStation. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Caleb,
1: I'm probably going to see Gran Turismo. Yeah, you should. I'm I probably going to see it. I told you. It looks pretty interesting. I've been trained by the concept. Yeah. And I want to know, like, Orlando Bloom, where have you been, man? Where have you been? Where have you been? Just cashing checks on Lord of the Rings and oh, he was uh, at, Pirates, I guess. He was, at Wimbledon. He was
0: at Wimbledon uh, a couple days ago with Katy Perry.
1: Uh, with his hot wife. Oh, that's beside the point. You uh, know, Caleb, I'm probably going to see this movie. This is probably a Tuesday night
0: I told, you, I told you in the preview. I told you. I had a feeling you would say see this. It. I had a feeling. I'm probably going to say feeling. it. I'm probably going to uh, see it. It looks good,
1: you know, and um, you know, I never played the Gran Turismo games growing up, which is weird because I had a PlayStation pretty much from middle school on. But that's kind of makes me want to start playing it. Like, I, I don't know, I, get I don't know. I I just, <laughs> the concept is interesting. The fact that it's it. based on a true story is interesting. I. am <laughs> I don't know. It could suck. Very well could suck. You know, Very David well Harbour suck. doesn't have a great track record with movies right? or anything outside of stranger things for that matter. But I'm interested. I'm interested. Fair enough. So fair enough. It's a good, it's a good miss me. Some good miss me's there. there. Uh, let's get a little more into this episode of secret invasion. Caleb, there's some great scenes in this one, particularly, uh, the Royal Navy bombing being averted, which was preceded by Talos and Nick Fury kind of bickering back and forth, uh, saying like, what have you done for me lately? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like that pretty much. Yeah. Uh, kind of, kind of like what, uh, but uh, the Blazers are asking Damian Lillard, what have you done for me lately? But anyway, uh, Taylor and Nick Fury, they have that bickering. Um, I thought it was... I mean, these are two phenomenal actors, Ben Mendelsohn and Sam Jackson. So anytime they're on the screen together, you're going to be locked in. I was locked in, whether it was in the car or when they were sitting at the bar, whatever it was. But they seem like unwilling allies. Like they don't—they don't particularly like working together. But after all these years, they—they they really don't have a choice. They're each other's only hope, which I think is even said by Nick Fury in this. But yeah, uh, Talos. This was a good Talos episode, and the meeting with Gravik, Caleb. I thought was intense. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, in my opinion, the best scene of the whole show so far
0: it was a really good high level scene i agree i mean again i mean kingsley benadir man he is just killing the show i mean he is just about to be bob marley he he is making himself a strong statement in my opinion through the product through this through this show and i mean he sells you man i mean that scene was i look it was high level um, and I agree with you when I'm thinking about theory and, and Talos, I mean, those two guys are like, I mean, in general, like those two characters to me, I just kind of look at as like, Oh geez, like if they're going to have a meeting about something like it's going to be real, you know, like it's going to be something monumental. They're not going to have those two together in the same scene, in the same shoot, the oh, same everything, same sequence. Like it's pretty much going to be something big, something monumental. So, and I like that about this show too, Zach, like. You know, like when they put those characters, when they put those main characters together, like, I know it's going to be something. It's not going to be just nothing. Um, Those discussions are always going to be impactful. Like, if you don't listen to those discussions, like every word, every action, like you're going to miss something. You're going to miss something because they it's not like previous Marvel shows where you could sit there and you could watch a conversation with Mrs. Marvel and her parents or whatever. And you feel like you're watching something pointless. Like you're actually watching something that's worth putting your eyes on the screen for instead of just like having it as background.
1: Well, Talos in this episode. And I think this whole show, the three episodes have done a good job of no doubt. doing this, but Talos, the show is pretty ruthless and it's pretty free with its torture, with its killing like Amelia Clark gets gunned down in this show. Uh Maria Hill was gunned down. Uh now Talos fucking kills a scroll in order to get a password to stop a an attack on the United Nations. Like it's pretty ruthless and I I, I like that cuz you know we we got some reports today of Deadpool 3 not holding back being totally R rated. I feel like this show is not holding back in terms of the espionage aspect, the the no bullshit aspect from the characters. You know, the, the the mission is real for these people, especially Talos trying to trying to do what he thinks is best for his people who have been through hell. As you know, we first saw in the Captain Marvel movie all the way to now. I, I really like that part of it. It's in, you know, you got that feel from the trailer from this show that it was going to be different from other MCU shows you've had before, especially from different Disney Plus MCU shows, which have been, you know, they, they've gone with the lighthearted, which, you know, I'm not particularly a fan of, but what can you do about that? Uh, I really like the tone of the show. I really like Mendelssohn and Jackson on screen together. <laughs> I just I just really like the show. And the villain, you know, Kingsley Benadir, like you said, making a name for himself here, leading right into the Bob Marley biopic. He I mean, he he's about to go on a run here,
0: I feel like. He's got chance. He's in Barbie, he's in that Bob Marley film. I mean, if he comes in and takes over this, which I believe right now he's the he's been the guy. Right, I think he's been killing in this show. He's the I think he's the been the face of the show in terms of acting. You know, if you're going to critique some actors, I mean, he's I, the breakout of this show. There's no question. Yeah, I agree, and he's he's really making a point, and and I like him, and I think he's been a really really good addition. I think he showed a lot of promise. He showed a lot of promise in one night in Miami. Uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I thought that was an incredible movie. Zach, so I don't know if you've watched that, but uh, I, mean, I, I haven't seen that yet. Reason, reason it won awards. Um, I, I think he he was really high level in that and he's just kept it rolling, man. He's just kept it rolling in this. and You know, when you're talking about someone with his talent level and what he's been able to do and how he connects you, he really plays that villain role and, and uh, he can sell you on it like nobody's business.
1: Well, uh, let's get into some of the categories here. The, the, the block in the back award, Caleb, for, for the dumbest decision of the movie, named after one of my favorite football penalties. Uh, I'm giving it to the MCU for killing off Emilio Clark too soon. I, I feel like it was a waste of that actress. You know, she was supposed to be the big get for the show, it was a big deal when she was cast. I don't mm-hmm. get it. You know, maybe maybe it could be what you said, where it's not. She's not actually killed off. I hope that's the case, have... but I mean, it looked pretty. Funny. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, it. Yeah, I, it's fair. I just think it's a wasted opportunity. They, they did the same thing with Christian Bale and Thor Love yeah, and Thunder, a movie that yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wipe my ass with that movie. They 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 they, they totally wasted Christian Bale in that movie. Yeah, and it feels like they've wasted Amelia Clark here. and I feel like it was an opportunity for a good a good character arch. You know, she was a double agent. she was coming around. she was helping her dad out. It's a ballsy decision. You know, maybe it's not real, but I don't like it that that's my that's my block in the back. Uh, I just give it to the I give it to the I guess I give it to Kevin Feige for making that call. Uh, so, well,
0: what you got hyped blocking the back? Her. You were hyped about her. I mean, you really. Thought I was that- hyped about
1: her. I mean, she's a great actress. Number one, number two, she's fucking hot. Number three, you know, th- th- this was—I thought it could have been a great character. Yeah. Because right. I, I thought it could have been a great character, and yeah, yeah. yeah wasted, yeah. wasted in my opinion. If if yeah. if she is indeed dead, what what do you got for blocking the back? You got anything different?
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, honestly, I, when I think of black in the back, I mean, I know, I know what kind of ranges and what it can be. Um, I. I would argue I don't fully understand why all of a sudden I still don't understand why all of a sudden we are just now knowing that Fury is a life. I agree. It just feels. weird. I agree. And, she's and actually I don't my I don't get another it. category and i don't get it and i don't understand it and i feel like that's on <laughs> i feel like that's on who somebody i don't know who though but it's like you can't that <laughs> it, it was like thrown into our laps kind of it was a late edition i like, just figure it out it was a late edition
1: yeah i don't i don't get it and, and she's actually you know <laughs> Going into the next category here, the Dylan Hughes slip in the DMs award for a cast or crew member or character whose DMs you'd like to slip into Dylan Hughes style. You want to ask them a question? I'm going with Priscilla, Nick Fury's wife. Where the fuck did you come okay. from? Where have you okay. been? Yeah. And what side do you want? I mean, I'm sure all these especially the last question there. I'm sure that's going to be answered in the coming weeks, but sure, sure. I'm with you. It just se- it seems like a late ad. I don't really, I mean, I like it. I like it for Nick Fury's character, but clearly he doesn't know she's a scroll. Clearly he doesn't know she's playing both sides of the fence here with the invasion. No, not at all. I, not at all. But I, I like it. I like it because it's mysterious. But it's weird. It just seems like a late addition to to the character lineup. But what do you got? What do you got for Dylan Hughes slipping the DMs?
0: Sonia, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh-huh. What are you cooking? What are you doing? I uh-huh. want to know what she's up to. Because uh-huh. I can't figure out who I can't figure out what that. Looks, I cannot figure out what that character is going to be. I can't figure it out. I Olivia Coleman. Olivia, Olivia Coleman. I can't figure it out. I just would love to get a teaser. Um, I just.
1: No, I still can't believe they got her. They got a, an actress of that magnitude. Okay, but like
0: you're only I mean, going to make her the for bear like got her six episodes of a TV show.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. No but I mean, way, the bear got her for one episode. Again, so, I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Which is, you're right. You're right. You know, obviously, I was shocked to see her in the bear. But sure. Sure. we're in Amelia Clark. We're massive gets. I feel like, especially Olivia Coleman. If you're just talking from a
0: hundred percent
1: actor 100%, perspective, from an actor perspective, in, yeah. Olivia Coleman is one of the finest actresses working right now. Yeah. You can't find
0: much better than her. No. And I just want to know what's that character up to? What's that character up to? I want to slide in the DMs. I want to know what's going on.
1: I'm with you on that. Well, I'm going to slide in your DMs right now and ask you a question. Point blank. Yes or no? Nick Fury, is he making it through this series? Is he dying? No. He's not dying. No.
0: I think he's dying. My problem is... Yeah. Okay, okay, I okay. Can I, can, I hear you, can I hear how... I mean, okay, it's one thing to say that you think he's dying. But, like, how are you going to complete the story? If he's dying, so how are you going to complete bit, the story?
1: My thing is, they've kind of been hinting at his age. His, you know, he's kind of lost his edge when he was gone. He already, so, you know, he blipped once. Maria Hill has died now. You know, his sidekick, his his best friend at S.H.I.E.L.D. has died. It, it feels like the end of the road. My, my only hope is... You know, this was the guy who organized the Avengers, brought the OG Avengers together. He was he was like the Phil Jackson of the Avengers, right? He was the coach of the Avengers. Right? My my hope is that he that they give him a good send-off. Because he's he's technically been around. I mean, he was in the PS scene of Iron Man. The very first MCU movie. So he's been around for fifteen years now. He's been around since the beginning. My hope is that they give they give him a good send off. But it, it feels like they keep hinting at his old age, his his rust. I, I feel like it's I feel like it's the end of the road for, for Nick Fury. <laughs> well, why do you say no?
0: I don't see a way you can complete the show with him being dead. I just I just don't see how well, that's, you could do that's this. how you complete
1: it. I think that's how you complete it. Is he dies in the in the last episode?
0: I mean it just gives you I guess maybe they want you to think about what's next, how are they gonna lead, how uh, the super because I I guess maybe you're right. Maybe that is how it concludes. I mean, does how big does Telos play in the future of MCU? Like I don't I don't know. It all has to be answered. I mean that to me, I don't I don't know where they're gonna go with it. That's my that's my
1: that's my I mean concern. I thought there was a path for that's Amelia Clark to take Taylor's place. Yeah. But yeah. Obviously that's not gonna happen now. That's so that's not gonna
0: happen. Yeah.
1: All right, Caleb. Well we'll end the episode with another top five. Uh speaking of the OG Avengers. Not five tonight is your top five non-OG Avengers hero portrayals. So for example, the OG Avengers are Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and the Hulk. So you cannot have any of those actors or their characters in your top five. You also cannot have any villains. So you have to have non-founding members of the Avengers in your top five. You cannot have any villains as well. I feel like that's a whole different conversation. So Loki, who kind of plays both sides of the fence, you can't have him here. All right. So Kayla
0: well you've of tv shows
1: and movies okay Okay. okay. I, well yeah. I, I got some honorable mentions here okay. got some honorable okay. mentions okay but i i think i'll save those i'll save those till the, till we're done so give me give okay. me your number 5 your number 5 portrayal your number 5 hero portrayal in the mcu non-og I mean,
0: for, avengers for me for me I, I had Wanda, uh, number five. I had, I have Wanda uh, number five. Our, our what, lists are going to be very, very different. I have, I have Wanda as number five. Look, I mean, I have a difficult very time deciding, different. I have a difficult time deciding any of these, but look, I mean, when it comes to, when it comes to Wanda, I mean, I, I think she is a incredible character. Um, I think she oh. is, you know, in general, the way that they have developed her, the way she is constantly mixed in the bad and the good and the evil. And it's like she just has this ability, Elizabeth Olsen does, to just absolutely sell you on anything about what she can do and how she can do it. Um, you know, her performances in, in Multiverse of Madness and, and in WandaVision set the foundation for what they could do. And I don't know if they've gotten there, but like they've definitely put out like she's definitely been in really awesome stuff. And, and uh, for me, I, I have to go with her because I, I just think she's she had to be in my top five. She had to be in my top five. She's number five for me. But I, I guess you said your list is different. Do you ever rank higher than I do or what?
1: I'm just going to say it's way fucking different than yours. That's all I'm going to say.
0: That's all I'm going to say. Well, I don't, I mean, but I, well, I mean, well, go ahead. I mean, what do you, do you have a number one or something? Are well, I mean, what do you have Well, I'll save it. I'll save it. But
1: my my number five is Chadwick Bozeman as, as T'Challa,
0: the Black Panther. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know how we right? wanted to, Cal, I didn't know how much we wanted to see, because I also looked at it as, who is presently alive? Huh. Like, sure. present, you know, so that, uh, to, so great choice. Would have put in my top five. I uh, misread the directions. My apologies.
1: Well, if you want to redo it on the fly, I mean, you no,
0: can. No, 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 you're good. You're good. But, you're good. I mean, I, I, all these characters are really good. So, I mean, it's hard to do it. It's uh, really hard to do I'm, it. I'm going to have him so. in
1: there. Uh, Great debut in Civil War. Great solo movie, obviously. Played a big part in the last two Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, you know it goes without saying, but his death changed the course of the MCU. Um, I agree with that. One of the many, obviously one of the lesser of the tragedies of him passing, but I, I thought he was great in the short time we had him. Uh, so that's, that's, that's my number five. What's your number four here?
0: Um, number four on my list is a guy that I, I personally think has really killed it in this role. He's killed it in every movie that he's been in he's killed it in every movie where he's supported. He's the, he's killed it in every movie that he's been in, in terms of Maine. Um, I think Paul Rudd and Ant-Man is like the combination that just works well together. I just think it's a classic um, I, I don't agree. think he's missed in this at all. Um, I think this was an awesome casting choice uh, by, by Feige and by whoever makes those decisions. Um, I, I think he is just really, really good in everything that I see. Um, he's all reliable for me. He's all reliable for me. Um, I know that if he's in the movie and he's going to play Ant-Man, that he's going to get the job done. Like, I just love how they write him. I love how he tried to tries to kind of use this lighthearted stuff but at the same time like get really aggressive like I'm a big fan of his portrayal like I I don't know if a lot of people would have him in there but like for me like that's I think he's awesome as Ant-Man I really do
1: no he is awesome he didn't he didn't make my top five uh, but he's definitely an honorable mention you know that's that's a trilogy Very, it's actually a a, a good trilogy yeah Uh, I really like the first movie really really like the first movie um, but no, that's a, that's a good one. That's one I didn't have in my top five. So my number four. This is the one you might push back on me with. I had Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. So if you want to push back on that and say he's an OG Avenger, considering he no. put the team together, no, that's fine. No, I won't. But I had I had him fourth. <laughs>
0: I won't push back. I won't push back on that.
1: I, I don't really liked him in Winter Soldier. Really, really liked him in Winter Soldier. Probably my favorite Nick Fury
0: that we've had. I won't push but... back. yeah, I won't push back. That's, I mean, he's very good. He's very good in it. Um, very good. He's been a staple. I mean, again, you know, it's Samuel Jackson. He's always going to bring it. We got for
1: number three.
0: <laughs> Let's cook up the oven a little bit because it's getting a little off here with my top three. Um number three, a newer edition. Um I'm I'm catching on this guy early. Okay. I'm catching on this guy early. Um I think he is gonna be the staple to MCU's future. Um I think he is the Robert Downey of Marvel. Hmm for the future. I'm picking Anthony Mackey. I stopped. What? I am oh. in on this. I am in on the it. Robert Downey. I am in. Yeah, I'm in. I think he can pull it. I think he, I think he's, I think he's going to do wow. it. I think they're going to do what they can to market Mackey. I think he is really good. Has great chemistry, incredible personality, He's really dope him in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's great in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's great. He's inc- He's it was awesome. Every movie he's been in, he's awesome. He he is making a name for himself, and the way that I think Robert Downey started to remake himself in Marvel, and I think Anthony Mackie is an opportunity to really set himself up for an incredible career. And I think Falcon is going to allow that. I, I am in on Anthony. I am in on Anthony Mackey. I'm in on him being Captain America. In fact, I loved the move. I loved the move. Wow, that they went him for Captain America. Um, I think he's beyond underrated. When talking about the MCU actors, I, um, I agree. And I, I, I think for me, I'm, I'm. I mean, again, that oven's burning hot, baby. Because I got, I, I burnt, that oven's burning hot because I'm coming with some fire. I'm coming with some fire in this top five. Wow.
1: On my number three, I got Tom Holland as Spider Man. Um, and I think it's just gonna get better with the future movies. I mean, you know you know Spider Man's my guy. Um <laughs> but my favorite fictional character, Little and Superhero. Um, I actually don't know your thoughts on Tom Holland as
0: Spider-Man. <laughs> um, are you a fan or are you not a fan? I like him. I like him, but I think he's a good actor and I think he's he shows a lot of promise. I don't think he's the best Spider-Man. Um I don't I do not think that. Um uh, at all, actually. I think Toby just clears him. Um but I agree. I um but I I don't think you're going to agree with what I'm about to say about Tom Holland to Spider-Man. Eh? You ready? Sure. I think he gets carried by incredible writing and branding.
1: I mean, there is some incredible writing. I think he gets, in, I think he some... gets
0: carried by crediting. I, I mean, Zach, you're had... talking about a young guy. I'm, again, again, I want to make sure I'm saying this. I do not think he sucks. I want to be very clear. I do not think he says, but but I think he is very much spotlighted and branded and looked at in a way because he plays such an incredible brand. But if you look at every movie that he has ever done, it is absolute butt cheeks outside of that. It's butt cheeks. He he is not, It it, it is, it is not, and I think and for sure. me like I understand you're talking about MCU portrayals and I respect that but this influence this this list and how I chose this list like I looked at okay like how did they do in these other movies to then compare to how I felt like they did in Marvel and to be honest with you I think the writing and the branding of Spider-Man and the budget that they put into Spider-Man propels him I, and the technology and the technology and-
1: The technology, and I was going to say, and this was the problem mostly in the Garfield Spider-Man movies was Mm -hmm. (laughs) the level of actor playing his villains. I mean, you look at Michael Keaton playing the Vulture, one of the best MCU villains to date. Yeah, you look at Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio. Agreed. We're still feeling the effects of Mysterio's actions. He was amazing. Four years after the fact. Holy crap. Right, I, the, I mean, basically the entirety of No Way Home was oh. built on what Mysterio did Dude, he, in Far From Home.
0: That's top it. five villain. That's top five MCU villain for
1: me. It's great,
0: Mysterio. Holy crap. He was amazing. It was great. That.
1: Holy crap. It was great. It was Holy great. God. And it was nice to see that, you know, as somebody who grew up reading the Spider-Man books, sure, who still reads the Spider-Man books, it was nice to see that villain get some justice on the big screen. It, it mm-hmm. really was, mm-hmm. uh, and I really loved Michael Keaton as the Vulture. I, that's top five MCU villain for me. Not yeah, fair. Michael fair. Keaton as the Vulture. Fair. He was great. And wrote one of the gr- one of the great twists in an MCU movie mm-hmm. involving that character, him being yes. Liz's yes. dad. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. But you know that's a fair point you bring up with Tom Holland and the writing. I mean, you look at the three Spider-Man movies. I mean, without question, great written movies, great directed movies. And again, I'm not saying he sucks. I'm not saying. He sucks. No, I know. I I, I know what you're okay. saying. I know what you're okay. saying, and I agree right. with you. McGuire is the
0: best Spider-Man. All these uh, Holland but... lovers. All these Holland lovers. All these people that might no, sit They're, here and they're uncultured. This out. I mean, I'm just saying I don't think he sucks. I just can't put him as top. Well,
1: anyone saying Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man is either 16 or younger. I mean, let's just face the facts here. Uh, I agree. My number two. My number two. This is very tough for me. This is very tough. Sure. I got Charlie Cox as Daredevil.
0: I mean, I, I don't Charlie know what Cox to say. I mean, he he's he's awesome. He, I mean, he he was an absolute fuck. He was a monster in that. He was a monster in that show. I I, I mean, I he's Brady. absolutely in that for me. He he. I did not put him in my top five, even though I thought about it. I did not put him in my top five. Um, mm. But I remember watching that show and just being like, "That dude's awesome, like Charlie Cox." He's. he's
1: I he's, I still believe that's the best MCU TV show. I still believe it's the best. Um, it was great to see him in no way home. Haven't seen she Hulk. So I don't know what he's like in that show. Haven't heard great things. Um, but you know, outside of Spider-Man and Batman, daredevil. That is the one that is the superhero. I read the most comic books of it was daredevil. And if you're going to make me rank my favorite superheroes, it's going to be Spider-Man. It's going to be Daredevil. And then it's going to be Batman. I mean, I I really love Daredevil. He's the only superhero. I feel like that is known. He's best known for what he can't do. Whereas all the other superheroes are known for what they can do. Interesting. And I I feel like that movie, that not movie, that show. (laughs) I mean, it was the first MCU television show, basically, besides Agents of it's S.H.I.E.L.D. Kind of- and it was fucking awesome, and it's still awesome, and I hope Daredevil Born Again replicates what the Netflix show did, because it it's, it, it's one of the best Netflix shows, period. It's a great show. Forget MCU, it's one of the best Netflix shows, period. Not, I, it's so, a very good show. It's a very good show. <laughs> Really liked it. Yeah. Girl. Who's your
0: number two? <laughs> like I said, we turned that we turned that oven up to three fifty. We turned that oven up, up, up to three fifty. We're making a pizza. It Let's, crank it. A Let's pizza. crank it up to three seventy five, three eighty for this. We're game. making a pizza. He's in very limited stuff. In fact, he's been in less Marvel movies than one hand. But I think, but I think this guy destroyed destroyed in this movie i'm talking just incredible development sold me as soon as the first scene came simu liu baby simu liu oh simu liu shang t oh, i i am taking simu liu i think i love it simu Liu. It was a awesome movie. Does not get talked about as much it as does it not does. get Talked about at all. It was <laughs> rocked. It rocked. The action rocked. Simu Liu rocked. He was. It, you wouldn't have been able to tell that it was his first ever big superhero movie role. You would not have been able to tell. It was. It was wickedly good. I am. I am in. In, on Simu Liu. In Shang-Chi. I think he killed it in that movie. I would almost argue, and I know I am in arguments, I will put his performance in Shang-Chi over any individual performance in the MCU. Wow. I just thought he was awesome. I just thought he sold me. I thought he, he provided riveting action. I think he's a great storyteller. Like, i i was in on this movie man i loved this movie coming out of the theater. i watched it with my dad i watched it with my brother we loved this movie we thought it was such a great high intensity movie and he's on my mind as an elite actor in this in this universe
1: oh this movie i really like this movie too the director of this movie is actually set to make avengers kang dynasty so that tells you what
0: oh, the MCU hey, thinks hey, of him. Hey, hey, tell me why. To, is that a coincidence to you?
1: I don't think so. I don't get it either. I mean, if you're looking at the post-Infinity War movies, the post-Infinity Saga movies in the MCU, oh. I mean, Shang-Chi, it's probably top three. It's awesome. It's, probably it's top an three. awesome movie. I, I, it was. I think I'd, I would have No Way Home near the top. I would have Shang-Chi near the top. But you I would think. have multiverse near the top. I, I would have Guardian Three near the top. Like it's but it's, think it's about
0: in the that. mix there. Shang Chi wasn't getting the budget that Spider Man was getting. No, no, and we're sitting here putting it in the same tier.
1: I and mean, if you're looking That's at it, like Shang Chi's place in the rest of the MCU, like they haven't really played on a ton of Shang Chi and the rest of the MCU. They really haven't. I, think, I I think it's coming. Don't you? They really haven't. So I I I I I respect it. I respect putting him in here. I really I really liked it. And now he's in he's in commercials with Giannis now. Like he, he's a big deal. He's in Barbie. Yeah, he should be freaking amazing. He's he he did great. He did great at Strong So he's really good. That's a great pick at number two. That's a great pick. <laughs> Definitely a movie that doesn't get talked about enough. And number one, I got Elizabeth Olsen as yeah, the Scarlet Witch. It. All right. Uh, if you're just talking strictly from a character arc perspective, from time spent with a character, mm-hmm. I mean, she starts off as an outright villain in Age of Ultron. You're right to. You're right. One of the most valuable assets of the Avengers team to going through multiple tragedies, whether it's the death of Vision, the death of her kids, to again being a villain in Multiverse of Madness, and then to now, which whatever she is, and Elizabeth Olsen has gone on to have big parts, whether it's in Love and Death, whether it's in something else. Not to mention she's a fucking dime. I, I thought I thought I mean I I had a tough time not putting her at number one. Love this character.
0: <laughs> I, I mean yeah, I like I said earlier, I I mean I, I mean she, she kicked she, off she the great.
1: Disney Plus MCU show. She did. She yeah. kicked it yeah. off.
0: Yep, she did. She did. Um I, I mean again, got like one. I told you earlier. Yeah. Um Dr. Ruben's Strange did it come a bitch. Ah, uh, yeah. I think I uh, for me, for me, honestly, that's that's the only guy I thought about for number one. I just think he is an absolute he master. Was very, he, he very he, tough, he, leave off Yeah, I mean, I think he's. I thought he was an absolute master. Um, I loved how I love how he portrays the character. I just think he is such, he's so inquisitive. He just has this incredible ability to make it feel strange, and I think he's just unbelievable, in my opinion. I, I, I had him number one. I knew that when doing these rankings. I knew that was going to be my number one, and then I knew that I just needed to figure out two, three, four, five. Because, like, I just think he's awesome. I mean, I just think he has so, he's just so good in this in, in everything that he's in.
1: Yeah, that was going to be the one I put in place of Nick Fury if you decided get to push back.
0: I get it. I'm no, I'm not pushing back um, on but, that. I'm not, I understand your point. I understand your point. I do. Probably
1: out of out
0: of the
1: portrayals that are left in the MCU, probably my favorite. Post-Infinity Saga, probably my favorite. But if I was just breaking them off the best... That was that was a tough one to leave off. Um, definitely, he's a big part of the future of the franchise. I think, along with a lot of the people we mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but my honorable mentions, Caleb. Honorable mentions. I got John Bernthal as the Punisher. Extremely tough to leave off. All right. Extremely tough. All right. Love that show. Yeah. Uh, next up, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. That was also tough to leave off. Love that show as well. Then I got Sebastian Stan as Bucky, Winter Soldier. Oh. Great character in my opinion. Oh. Okay. And then Chris Pratt as Star Lord. Yeah. I thought it was a that tough one, one, one to leave off as yeah, well. Same here. Um Same here. So I really like Chris Pratt. Really don't know what they're gonna do with that character after Guardians agree. Three. Um, agree. <laughs> but I'm curious. With you, so great list, great list, Caleb. Different lists, different lists. I like that. I, I like the, the... Shang Chi loves.
0: Give Shang Chi some love. I, look,
1: Shang Chi I... PR.
0: Look, I think it's I think it's very underrated as a Marvel Give movie. Some PR. Um, I think in general it is. Give it a PR, Caleb. It is one of their better. It is one of their better movies of recent. Um when people sit there and try to tell me that the MCU hasn't been as strong the last couple of years, like I'm like, stop being an idiot and turn that movie on and call me back. Like just, I agree. just, just stop. Like what, like, what do you not see? like the action was yeah. awesome. The acting was great. It's funny. It's got, like a lot of cool stuff in it. It's lighter, which I like that. And I mean, honestly, I, I I'd team that movie like all day. I, I, that's a movie I I'm, I'm all in on. I'm all in on what they're going to do with the second movie. I'm all in. I, I think he is, I think he is legit. And I, I, I have a feeling, I mean, again, I think they're trying to find their core. Right, who they wanna build with, who they're really wanting to put out there, put face to face. You know what I'm saying? And I I would make the case for him, man. I think he's legit. I think he's a legit actor. And I, I, like I really him. think he's he's coming. I mean, I think he's coming. I think we're gonna see it I in like Barbie. It. I think we're gonna see it in Barbie. And I think that um yeah, we're I gonna think see so too. that growth. I think we're gonna see the growth and evolution. And I I think Barbie's I honestly, gonna be really good. If there's like five actors I would put a stock on, like he's one of them. I like it. I like it.
1: Uh Caleb, what do you got the plug on Linsanity? Uh before we wrap up here.
0: Um, well, we're off next week. Uh we're off next week. We're back uh with divisional previews uh the following week. Uh we got we got, you know, all the football to discuss. Um, whether it's AFC South, NFC South, you name the division, we got it covered for you. Um, it's it's one of our favorite segments. Sequ- it's one of our favorite types of podcasts. I know uh, for sure, uh, and there's going to be a different spin to it. And I'm looking forward to to you, you know, to the listeners hearing it and kind of hearing different roles and and you know all of our guests. And it's always fun to do those.
1: Always fun, uh, Caleb. This is a very fun one. We'll be back next week for episode four of Secret Invasion. And as always, folks, thank you very
0: much.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll be back. And as always, folks, thank you very much for listening.